is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Bram and Scott. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Christmas Morning. It's your good friend Bran, live from the North Pole with T, not not TV Scotty, regular Scotty. Hello, Bran. It is good to see you. Travel Scotty. Travel Scotty is still recovering from my trip to Greenville. My voice is still a bit froggy from all the the yelling and the excitement. A lot of partying. A lot of partying down here at Bramble Fest, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but like old man partying. Not like I was out (laughs) until three in the morning drinking. More like hanging out with all the wonderful people. What a weekend. Listen, who knew that hanging out was so exhausting in the best way, you know? In the very best way, you paid me a funny compliment when I was there and said, for a guy that likes to hang out in his basement like a troll, you are remarkably good with people. I said, thank you, Bran, I think. Yeah, no, I was, uh, you know, you, you make a point of saying that you try to never leave your house, but you were the one that was carrying on like the most conversation. So maybe it's because... Maybe you had a lot stored up, too. Yeah, I I really did. I hadn't talked to anybody in three years. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like your kids when you have to run them around before bedtime. I just, I had all this pent up energy and it was great. I do have some thoughts on Bramble Fest that I have put together. Okay, fair. Okay, first, Rick Dilby sucks as a travel agent. Fair. I didn't get home until 4 a.m. on Sunday. And then, of course, in your wonderful way, you reminded me that uh, some people have it worse. It's what's that expression? I I lamented having no shoes until I met the man with no feet. That was very similar because there are people still trying to get home. <laughs> Never heard that saying. What a visual. <laughs> well, I, I, I believe that's more of a, like a biblical saying. But uh, the point is well noted. There are still people <laughs> trying to get home. So the fact that I got home at four was, was a gift, I guess. I think as of today, everybody is home. So okay. we got that going for us. There was a lot of like crazy travel stuff. I don't know what was going on with the weather and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. I apologize to everybody who was stuck here, but there's worse places to be stuck too. So there you go. Yeah. I gave out many hugs and got no COVID. So that's a gift, huh? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you do sound a little bit like uh, a little something going on. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm just having trouble uh, b- uh, breathing, but, it, but it, <laughs> in, in the normal way. In the normal sense of the... Not in the spicy cough the activity. way. Meeting Shannon and Alonzo together and having them on stage with us. Wow. How great was that? It was a lot of fun. And I think people are really going to enjoy the Christmas party episode that comes out next Tuesday. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. I don't know how, uh, a, a, a little teaser here. I don't know how well the kazoo is going to come through <laughs> in audio format, but, uh, it was a lot of fun in the room. Yeah. You got to skip 30 seconds button if it yeah, doesn't yeah, come out yeah. well. So you might want to be ready on that one. Um, a couple more thoughts. Your chamber of commerce's visit Greenville in July campaign is a total bust. Cause it's hot. It was hot, yeah. and it was hot in a way that I was not prepared for. I tried to prepare you. <laughs> you you did. Thankfully, the Christmas sweater that I ordered from Amazon never came, Yes, and I was upset about that. I am so thrilled about that one. And luckily, most of the event was inside, so um, oh, yeah. 
and most of the places inside the AC didn't break. Some of them did, uh, but for the most part, we had some air. So yeah, that's nice. At least we uh, see seeing your studio in person. That was very cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. And then finally. Uh, we did reach some people that were just not aware of us or familiar with us. And a few people said, I might start listening to Christmas morning. Now, the word might is load bearing there, but I guess that's better than them saying, no, I won't be listening. I will never. That's yeah. right. Uh, could have, it, it could be worse. Uh, if anybody is listening today for the first time that uh, heard us at Bramble Fest for the first time, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. I hope there's at least one or two. That would be great. Uh, It was a wonderful weekend, and uh, it was great to do a a Christmas morning with you. And uh, I can't wait for the next one. Already, I can't wait. Oh, I'm already. I'm packed. I'm I'm just not even going to unpack. Why would I? Why would you? Did we get any emails over the course of the last week? Yeah. Why don't we open up the mailbag and hear from a few listeners? Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. First one is from listener Rocco. Rocco. He says, Hi, fellas. Longtime listener, first time writer. Just had to write you both, especially you, Scott, which is never a good sign. In defense of Fairy Tale New York, which you discussed last episode. I certainly appreciate that the difference in appeal is probably a transatlantic issue. After all, I really don't get what all the fuss is about uh, Rankin Bass. Yeah, that's fair. However, I take umbrage with your statement that it's loosely based on Christmas. The very first line is, it was Christmas Eve, babe, and Christmas is mentioned eight times in the whole song. You know what? Point noted, Rocco. I think what I meant was that it's kind of a bummer Christmas song and that it's not Christmassy in its content. But you are absolutely correct that they mention Christmas plenty. It's not like, uh, what's that song about meeting my old lover in the grocery Ugh. store? Now that one, like, come on, clearly not a Christmas song. This uh, is anyway. this, this is like the argument about uh, Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Right. Like, it definitely takes place at Christmas, and they mention Christmas a lot. Yep. So Th- this is a that's a perfect analogy. But also, people die <laughs> hard. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say the song is synonymous with the final song at an office Christmas party when you're leaving the venue in the early hours in the morning, maybe a bit worse for wear. There's probably been some canoodling under the mistletoe, and someone has probably had an argument with someone they really like or found out their love isn't reciprocated. Christmas isn't always wonderful, happy, and full of warmth and family. It can be tough and lonely, and this song exemplifies that beautifully. Plus, Shane McGowan of the Pogues is an absolute legend. There you go. If you're able to watch the Christmas episode of Gavin and Stacey from a few years ago, two of the main characters sing this at a Christmas party in a pub. It's British, it's friends and family, and it's a beautiful thing. Thank you all for the work both of you do with the podcast. You're both stars. I like how people give us uh, like a poop sandwich. You yeah. know, they, they start it off nice, they give us the middle, and then they end it with something That's like, you're both stars. The best way to do that, and I appreciate that. It and is. I will say, to my uh, point last episode, when I talked about uh, Dash and Lily, there's something about people singing this song. Yeah. In like a in like a Christmas, a swell of Christmas uh, joy that really works for me, almost more so than the original, like which I I do enjoy the original. But like uh, the feels I get from other people singing it in like a Christmas uh, setting, it really just does it, man. I tell you. So, Rocco, thank you for the email. Your points are very well made. The song is growing on me. And I think you have 
given me another perspective to consider when I'm listening to it that I'm going to try to make part of the listening experience. So thank you now, for that. Can I ask you this, yeah. Uh, Scotty? Yeah. You were very kind and you brought me a gift to Bramblefest, uh -huh. which was a, a Christmas iPod. It right. was loaded with only Christmas songs. Like it's, a circa 2005 original iPod with the wheel. It's red. It's wonderful. It's festive. Will I find the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York on the iPod? No, but luckily I brought you a sync cable as well so you, <laughs> you can put the song on there i love that i love yeah. that and but now that it's growing on you might you might include it in your future uh, uh, ipod giftings i definitely would uh it would be a certain kind of playlist yes. that i would put it on but point noted i have another email from rose maddox who normally sends us recipes for the christmas party spoiler for the episode coming out next week we had to prioritize the people that were in the room because right. we only had a limited amount of time so uh nothing from rose nothing from harmonica joe but do not fear they will be back in a future episode and i will make sure I to put wait. them front and center of course same with lenora gilbert Rose says, hi, Scott and the Christmas gang. Hello. I like that. Scott and the Christmas gang sounds like an awesome TV show, huh? Saw him live, by the way. Very, very uh, fantastic show. She says, I wanted to share a picture of an unexpected Christmas in July gift. Mm. I went to my neighbor's estate sale today. Oh, that terrifies me. The idea of an estate sale means you're bringing home something haunted. Uh, <laughs> she says, I came away with enough Christmas cards to last me for the rest of my life or not, depending on how much ends up being used for crafting. I was especially excited by these vintage postcards, 2010 American Lung Association stickers, and the vintage cards by Jassily Pack of pop-up cards. I'm not sure what that is, but I will post this photo on our Instagram. She says, thanks Santa and Jan, my neighbor. Brand, this is a massive stack of cards. This is quite the goody, goody bag or goody box, yeah. I guess I should say, of cards. It is just magnificent. Yeah, you don't have to use these sparingly. You can do whatever you want with them and have plenty to spare. To, give, give them out to anybody, anybody you want to. Passers-by on the street, yeah. So I'll post that photo. Uh, thanks, Rose. This is really cool. What a nice find. Uh, from Josh Allen, he sent us... Two titles that are available on Hoopla. If you're not familiar with Hoopla, it's a digital service that a lot of libraries use. So if you have a, a library card, chances are you have a login from Hoopla. But these two albums are The Essential, Now That's What I Call Christmas, and Now That's What I Call Merry Christmas. And I peruse the track listing on them. They're great, full of really, really good stuff. So if you don't have a big old collection or you don't use streaming, you might have it available to you for free. So definitely check those out. Uh, that's fun. I like the the hoopla. I know there's also like uh, Canopy. And Libby. Which yep. is, uh, and yeah, that you can like check out stuff virtually. So that's. Canopy is more films, isn't it? Canopy is more films, yes. With a K. Uh, but yeah. Hoopla also cool. has films, depending. So I think a lot of them are like, uh, depending on where you live, you get one or the other. Some uh, the yeah. bigger places get both, so uh, you can you can find yeah. it. But a lot of these songs are also uh, found on all the streaming services. So I imagine you could also just make your own playlist if you don't have access to. Yeah, you absolutely could. I love it when a collection has been curated for me. It is nice. I think there's something about that that makes it more of an experience than just go looking for the various songs that I already know. I just looked it up on Spotify. Okay. While the album is not available, someone did put all of these songs into a playlist. That oh, is right. the essential, now that's what I call Christmas, uh, playlist. So uh, to that point, it is 
all on there, and someone did all the work for you, Scotty. So there you go. All right. So there you go. If you don't have it on Hoopla, you might have it on Spotify. And finally, from Joe Fulton, who is the Christmas aficionado, who did send us an awesome video to play at Bramble Fest, and it was very well received. So good. He says, hi, guys. On Saturday, I was at the Hallmark Store Christmas in July ornament debut. I grabbed a few ornaments, including Dorothy from the Golden Girls, Michael Keating, Batman. Uh, how the heck do you say this? Hermione. Thing? Hermione. You know, I even spelled it out phonetically, and I still screwed it up. Hermione, Yule Ball, limited edition, and Disney. I also got possibly my favorite ornament of all time, the carbon freezing chamber from The Empire Strikes Back, where Han Solo is frozen in carbonite. I attached a video for you to see. Did you follow this video, Bran? No, but I'm going to right now. Oh, my goodness. He did give us an image of all the boxes that he bought. I'm going to post that as well. What a nice little collection there. I I imagine that Joe has a massive pop culture Christmas tree. Oh, 100% (laughs) he does. And I am watching this video, which I hope you post on the socials because it is I absolutely will, yes. Marvelous. There's few things I love more in life than moving objects. (laughs) I I just get tickled. I'm just like, it's moving. (laughs) Since this is an audio medium, I'll just describe it quickly. It is the scene where Darth Vader is standing there above the pit that Han Solo is being, or the chamber that Han Solo is being lowered into, and the music is playing, and then he comes back up in carbonite. It's very cool. It's long, though. It's a 50-second video. But it's it's, it's 50 seconds of pure joy. It's so cool. So cool. Thank you for sending that to us, Joe. I really appreciate it. Brian, how are we doing on the reviews? Well, we're right where we were last week. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? We're at 192. Well, we didn't go backwards. That's a gift. 192. But uh, remember, I said we were trying to get to 200 by uh, ideally. Season three. Well, I was saying I'd love to do it by Christmas in July, which would be the 25th. And I said we would talk about it on the 26th. But we got close. We are close. Uh, I got a review. This is from Jason Hall 75 that says, Merry year-round Christmas. Hey, guys. I've always been a Christmas fanatic, maybe because my B-Day is two days before. Oh, so is my daughter's. Hey, all right. Well, listen, listen, Jason Hall. Uh, not everybody, uh, that's not always um, a reason people love Christmas. Some people hate Christmas for that very reason. So, oh, mind your tongue. I'm just saying that it is, it is a reality for for a lot of yeah, people that is. if their uh, birthday is that close. Anywho, he says, uh, no matter what the reason is, I'm super stoked I found you guys. You inspired me to start a blog. Whoa! Whoa. We inspired a blog. So here it is. Is I'm going to give it a, sh- a little shout out here. Christmascorner.blog. Keep up the good work spreading the Christmas cheer. Christmascorner.blog. I didn't know dot .blog was a top-level domain. That's really Corner cool. Dot .blog. Uh, there's all sorts of new like domain endings now. There's like dot shop, which I apparently is a is a is a hot a hot mm. commodity. I like dot Brandon Scott. Yeah, I like. I don't know if that's a thing or not. I, I don't know. Christmas morning dot Brandon Scott. This is a delightful Does not resolve. delightful website. There is a reindeer uh, that I'm really well. Stop selling. I'm already in. Um, this is awesome. I can't wait to dive into this. There's already a lot of like uh, what would you? I guess you would call them blogs. <laughs> a lot of blogs that are already written for me to dive into. This is wonderful. Christmascorner.blog. I think it's great, too, and I like the resurgence of this. After Space Karen took over uh, Twitter, a lot of people have started going away from that, and uh, it's great to control your own content. So I would encourage everyone to check it out. I will absolutely check it out 
after I get uh, through this today. I've never heard uh, of him called as Space Karen. That was... Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody somebody said that, that and I'm latching onto that funny. one. Um, do you have, by chance, a joke? I do. Kind of a loose Christmas joke. I, it, much like keeping the theme of Die Hard and a fairy tale in New York, this one's only Christmas because somebody put the word Christmas in it. Fair. All right. Give it but to me. But it's okay. Uh, hold on. Let me cue up the, the womp womp sound because uh, I think that's how it's going to be received. You have a feeling it's going to need a womp womp? I have a feeling, yeah. Okay. What do you call it when you pass down a Christmas turkey recipe? A Christmas turkey recipe. What do you yeah. call it when you pass down a uh, turkey, go- a gobble, a gobble, gobbly gook? <laughs> no, it's copy and basting. Waka waka. Because you baste a turkey, copy and paste, copy and baste. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> wow. I think that's the worst response I've ever gotten from you wow. on a Christmas joke. That is. Let's get out of here and do the countdown. Joy to the world. 159 days until Christmas. 150, we're less than 160, almost a 150. Things are just working out good. It's getting real serious now. Real serious. This is serious business. And for those of you keeping track at home, it is only 74 days until October 1st. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got some news for you if you want them. Sure do. Today is July 19th, 2023. Here's the news. Good to hear from you, Larry. I didn't see you at Bramblefest. You too. I wasn't invited. <laughs> okay. Wow. He was at Boss Baby Fest. He was at Boss Baby yeah. That's exactly right. Um, you know the movie Love Actually? I do. Do you like it? Yeah, it's a, it's a nice movie. It's not one of those ones that I go to every year, but my wife loves it, probably because of Hugh Grant. So, yeah, fair. good movie. More than fair. Um, well, there is some news. Apparently, the director of the movie, Richard Curtis, who also, uh, I think, wrote the movie, is coming up with a stage adaptation of it that's going to be called Christmas, actually. Ooh. He uh, told the BBC News that rather than an adaption of the iconic play, the play will be a variety show with live music performance, po- poetry, and comedy um, that will serve as a fundraiser for comic relief. So I guess it's not a direct adaptation, but there will be elements of it that come from, like, I imagine someone's going to sing the song from the movie and all that good stuff. Yeah. Do you think this is more fan service where you I'm really, sh- you're really probably invested in the movie if you're interested in seeing this? I, I, I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Uh, he says, we hope it'll be a real Christmas box or per- perhaps an advent calendar of delights. I'm hoping that the Ooh. people will have a really great time, but also be a part of supporting brilliant comic relief projects, changing people's lives at home and abroad. He does not uh, share any names or stars that are going to be attached to it, but there will be more of that later this year. I imagine that this is only going to be available uh, across the pond, but perhaps there will be a uh, a, a component for us at home to be able to view it. All of that will will be announced later this year. But a nice little something for the people, a Christmas variety show. I love a good variety show. Hey, Brian, quick sidebar? Yeah. Do you think we could call ourselves an advent calendar of delight? I do like that. I, I, that's really good. 
I'm over at the mall getting a shirt made right now that says it. I'm not against it one bit. Absolutely. Uh, so that's it. Nothing nothing too crazy this week, but a nice little story nonetheless. It is a nice story. It's hard to come by Christmas news in the middle of uh, July. It is. The fact that we're able to every week is honestly a, a miracle that <laughs> can only be uh, understood in faith. Two years in and I'm still surprised, yes. Yes. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll get some TV listings and an update on the music battle from last week here on Christmas Morning. Welcome back, everybody. We're here on Christmas morning, July 19th, having a wonderful Christmas in July. Uh, There's still plenty of Christmas TV going on Mm -hmm. during Christmas in July, so I am joined by TV Scotty, who will give us the rundown of what you can expect to see on your television sets over the next few days. TV Scotty, hello. Hello, Brandon. Good to see you. Sorry I didn't see you this weekend. That's okay. I saw regular Scott, and that is... Good enough. That's plenty. While we're recording, there's a running timer at the bottom, and I can already tell this episode is running a little bit long. So if you're in your car, treat yourself to a run through the drive-thru this morning. You need a couple extra minutes. There you go. Good for you. Here are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 9 a.m. on Ovation, The Librarians, and Santa's Midnight Run. 10 a.m. on Hallmark, Christmas in Toyland. 12 p.m. on Hallmark, A Christmas Carousel, with our new friend, Neil Bledsoe. Ooh, it's a good one. That's a sad boy prince one. It's a good goodie. Neil Bledsoe, outstanding human being. There you go. 2 p.m. on Hallmark, The Christmas Club. 4 p.m. on Hallmark, Picture a Perfect Christmas. 6 p.m. on Hallmark, The Sweetest Christmas. Hey, Scotty, I think they're all going to be on Hallmark, bud. Well, you'd think that, except the very last one for today is VH1. Okay. So we're going to shed the Hallmark at the end of today. TV Scotty knows what he's doing. Please don't second guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't need you. a backseat driver on this one, okay? No, I'll, I'll just be over here. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, time for us to come home for Christmas. And 10 p.m. on <clears throat> VH1, Ooh. Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. Now, let me do a quick scan. All right, from this point, everything from here on is on the Hallmark Channel. We're not, I'm not going to keep saying that. Thank you for the reminder, Brand. That's what I'm here for. Thursday, 10 a.m., Sister Swap, a hometown holiday. 12 p.m., Double Holiday. 2 p.m., One Royal Holiday. 4 p.m., Christmas Waltz. 6 p.m., Open by Christmas. 8 p.m., Take Me Back for Christmas. Friday, 10 a.m., it's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. 12 p.m. on the 12th day of Christmas, 2 p.m. Christmas Next Door, 4 p.m. in Merry Measure, 6 p.m. Christmas with the Darlings, 8 p.m. Crown for Christmas, Saturday, 10 a.m. Noel Next Door, 12 p.m. When I Think of Christmas, 2 p.m. A Fabled Holiday. These are all from 2022, so if you didn't get your full dose last year, this is your time. There you go. 4 p.m. Christmas Class Reunion, 6 p.m. Long Lost Christmas, 8 p.m., haul out the holly, which I did like. Everyone thinks I didn't. And 10.01 p.m., a Christmas cookie catastrophe. Finally, Sunday, 10 a.m., a magical Christmas village. 12 p.m., my southern family Christmas. 2 p.m., take me back for Christmas. 4 p.m., the royal nanny. 6 p.m., three wise men and a baby. And finally, 8 p.m., time for him to come home for Christmas. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. 
Fantastic. Thank you, TV Scotty. Let's get to the Christmas music battle from last week. As we've already said, it was Fairy Tale of New York, and uh, it's not going to come as a surprise. It was not close. I came in dead last once again uh, <laughs> with, with Monty's version. I don't know, man. I like it. I don't care what anyone says. I think it's a great version, and I think we had two punk versions, so you were just handicapped from the start on that yes. one. I I will say, of the two punk versions, the one that uh, beat out Monty is better. They're, but they're both really good, and it was just unfortunate that we both... Well, <laughs> spoiler, sorry. That Future Idiots one was mine. But we both picked songs that were pretty similar, and it, that made it really tough. Yes. And let's, uh, Ferdinand the Bowl, 22.9%. It's just, no it's whatever, you know. It's fine. No one's upset about it. That was brought to us by listener Lenora Gilbert. And I'm not surprised it got 22.9% brand because there are plenty of people in the audience right now who do not like That's the right. punk version. So that was your... That was your life raft, I guess. But check out this punk version by Future Idiots. Yeah. It's great. This is great. Great. I've listened to this song at least a dozen times. It is so catchy. And I don't know. I just can't, I can't stop. The, the rest of the album, I'll just warn you, it's very good. But my goodness, is it foul. It is not for little ears. Okay. Are they, is it all Christmas songs? Uh, yeah, they're all songs that have uh, Chris, that have to do with Christmas, but it's songs like "Unwrap My Package" and things like that. Oh. So there's a, there's a lot of double entendre. So is this the only cover? Are the rest originals? I believe the rest are originals. I might be wrong. Most of them are, at least. All right, everyone, uh, tuck future idiots away for future original uh, weeks. But I shared it with my buddy, Jessica Trinidad, who also loves the pop punk. And she said, this album's fantastic. I love her opinion. So that's two of us that say, boy, is this good. Just be forewarned. It's not for a family road trip, unless you want to have a whole lot of questions to answer. There you go. But it's good. It's a good option for um, weeks like this, where it's original Christmas music week. Maybe store it away. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, do you have any trivia for it? It's original Christmas music week, so I don't know what the trivia would be, but do you have anything? Yeah, so when it's original Christmas week, I just use the old Google machine and say, interesting Christmas song facts. And I found one, and I, this I did not know. Are you ready for this one? Give it to me. Walter Afanasieff, Mariah Carey's co-writer on All I Want for Christmas is You, he also wrote Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Ooh, wow. How about that? I had no idea. That guy is laughing his way to the bank, huh? <laughs> That's right. Goodness he's, gracious. Oh, my goodness. He's out there f- dropping 20s like it's nothing. He drops a 20 and he says, ah, it's not worth my time to pick it up. That's exactly right. Man, That's uh, those are good two ones. If you're going to have two, I can't, can't, can't complain about that. Yeah, he probably has more. If With that kind of pedigree... It, it seems like it's obvious that he has more, but wow, good on you there, Walter. Uh, well, let's see what we got. We got three original songs. Up first is Party for Santa Claus by Charlie and the Tropicales. Christmas is here and we're all having fun with presents for everyone. But to squeeze through a chimney for Nicholas, what a horrible place to pass. Why not open your window or your front door so Santa can bring his gifts? I find the climbing on a roof. 
Cause it's so cold Get him an apartment with modern equipment I made in the butler He deserves Let him show our love for dear Santa Claus Brand, did you ever watch the movie that I bought you after our first season when you won? It was uh, Jingle Bell Rocks, the documentary. Of course I have, yeah. You really need to watch that. I know, it's on my to-do list. I'm sorry. It is so, so good. Next time when you're on an airplane, give yourself that two hours. But in that movie, one of the things the director is trying to do is to find or produce a Calypso version of the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. I won't tell you how it ends. It's a happy ending, though. (laughs) That reminded me so much of it. Yeah. It's not reggae. It's it's more Calypso, but it had all the feels for me. It's very what a fun. perfect song for Christmas in July. It really coming is. off of a weekend in July in Greenberg or Green <laughs> in Greenville, <laughs> not Greenberg. There is no Greenberg. I, I think I laid over there. I, I had a layover twice in Atlanta, and that was just on the way there. There you but, go. Uh, up next is "Home for Christmas" by Field Music. got a great chorus i tell you that much i like that that is really really good the synth pop in there really was uh shining through and i enjoyed it what's our last one today it sure was last one is a little magic by liz longley the artist liz longley has won uh, battle songs before Ooh. how is santa ever gonna find us here in this little old town how will eight great big reindeer land on the top of our house? A little magic, a little magic, a little magic in the air. A little magic, a little magic, can you feel the magic everywhere? If we've been good or bad 
Man, that reminds me of a song that would be in a, used in a commercial, yeah. one of those tearjerker commercials where, like, some kid is bringing something over to the elderly shut-in next door. Oh, man, I, I, I feel the tears welling up here. I need to listen to Liz Langley some more. Oh, Goodness yeah. That, she, she has is, a little Christmas EP, so I'm going to go find she that. She really does. I want to mention that we have listener submissions this week from Lenora Gilbert, Drew Basic, and Pondo. Thank you all for submitting. Thank you, Pondo. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. You can vote right now. Link is in the description. Um, next week's song, do we have anything, Scotty? We do. I have one from the backlog that was requested by Lee Hodo, and I went over to Bandcamp.com, did the old search put my cursor on there, clicked it, started typing, and it's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Ooh. Boy, there are a lot of results, and it's not a song that I normally like, oh, that's a great song. I want to see what people have done with it. I'm sure there are some death metal versions because it is Bandcamp. There is a really good punk version that I've heard before. Mm. Uh, I think like in a movie or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited. You can do a lot with this song, so I'm excited to hear yep. it. So go to Bandcamp.com, search for I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, find a version you like, and email it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. Fantastic. Another wonderful uh, week of Christmas morning is in the books. Can't wait to see all the different versions. Can't wait to see who wins this battle. So much to look forward to next week. Um, that'll be next Wednesday, but come on over on Tuesday for the Christmas party episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you, buddy. Scotty, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. And until next time, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.